Hey, photographers, welcome to the Boca Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable photography business. That means improving your photo skills, building on your business knowledge, and honing your marketing abilities. But it also means helping you work more efficiently so you don't get burnt out in the long run. We do try to bring the show to you commercial free, so make sure to check out our sponsors, photographersedit.com and Milu, M-I-I-L-U.com. Photographer's Edit is custom photo editing for the professional photographer, and Milu is the simplest way to create and manage timelines and shot lists for the events you're photographing. Again, photographersedit.com and Milu.com. All right, let's get into today's episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back for another Boca Podcast episode, and uh, I am truly excited. Uh, Kesha, if if you can't hear it, I'm actually smiling here in in my (laughs) hotel room where I'm recording this episode uh, remotely from you, unfortunately. I wish we were doing this in person, but I'm I'm excited to have um, my friend Kesha Lambert on the Boca Podcast again with us today. Thanks for making time for all of us. Thanks, Nathan. It's so nice to, to hear your voice, to catch up with you. Thank you for inviting me to be on. Oh, I'm excited about it, genuinely. And and part of the reason that I'm smiling effusively is because um, as I think back to particularly the last time or two that we've had the chance to hang out in person at conferences, uh, I think I maybe even said this on the show at some point, but nonetheless, I, you and Neilan are, are some of my favorite people in the industry to get to connect with. Your personalities are are just, I don't know, they, they kind of draw me in. And we had the opportunity to, to sit at breakfast one morning at a conference and just chat. And it was just, it was really yeah. lovely. Uh, Neilan and I, of course, had the opportunity to connect and, and uh, your husband and, and connect with, over conversation, talk about, you know, techie stuff and kind of geek out on that. And of course, we talked about life and, and relationships. And, and uh, anyway, I've just really appreciated it. So I'm very, very excited to have you on the show again. And I want to st- start off actually by congratulating you. In fact, this is the, one of the main reasons that I'm, I'm having you back on the show is to, to highlight the fact that you're now a Sony artisan. You're an ambassador for Sony. How exciting is that? Yes, very exciting. I am beyond thrilled and, and just excited for what this means for not just for myself, my, personally in my career, but also what it means for the direction of the industry at large. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to be a part of the Sony family. Well, and, and we're going to get into this in more detail here in the, over the next few minutes. I do want to remind all of our listeners, if you didn't have the opportunity to listen to episode 272 with Kesha, uh, we actually get into not only more detail about Kesha's brand, her company and business, but um, we talk specifically about an associate photographer model as well. Make sure that you go to episode 272. We'll link to it in the show notes, but go to that episode, get to know Kesha a little bit more and learn about her business as well. And you can benefit from that. But today we're going to focus on this conversation around this opportunity that you now have with Sony, which is really, really cool. Um, I've spent a little bit of time on Sony's site in preparation for the interview. And it's, it's great to see your face there and, and details about your business and how, you know, ultimately they have information there about how you approach a shoot. And we're going to talk about gear here in just a second, but what, what is this opportunity? I guess just, just simply from a career standpoint as a photographer, uh, this would be a big deal. Like I shot Nikon back in the day and you know, the idea mm-hmm. of being able to represent Nikon, for example, would have been, I would just been over the moon if I had had that opportunity, but specifically as a photographer, as an individual business owner, what does it mean for your career? Well, um, for, 
first for one, there's the sense of pride that you get from yeah. this recognition. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, it is something it's really just a great feeling when your your work is recognized by um and and that recognition is comes from a, you know a camera brand which there are millions of photographers in the world yes <laughs> and so you know it is quite an honor to be recognized in this way and in terms of you know it's certainly not I, I certainly, my approach to photography is while I do set goals, I, I, I didn't, I wouldn't say that I, I put these kinds of things on my vision board and I'll tell you why hmm. I, I believe I, I, I don't even do vision boards, Okay. <laughs> um, but I, my proverbial vision, vision board, I, I believe in taking, focusing on just getting really, really good at what I, I do. And, and that's where my head is like. Um, and I think when your focus is there, um, the rest comes. And I feel like my life is a testimony to that. You know, the fact that I really just want to do great work, improve as an artist. And, and because that's my focus, grow, grow my business. Um, I had, I, you know, I didn't, I don't uh, fantasize about certain, certain things, hmm. but it is absolutely uh, wonderful and an honor uh, when, when you do accomplish something like this. And um, I think these are the things that happen when you, your focus is on, on your craft. Well, you know, it strikes me as something really powerful, what you just said, the idea that instead of, and of course, certainly there are plenty of people who are going to have a vision board or some version of, of such right. a thing where they're going to write down very specific goals, things that they want, that they want to attain, that they want to accomplish with their personal life, their business, et cetera. And that's fine. And I think there's great significance to that. But the flip side of that conversation is this approach, which you seem to be alluding to that this idea of I get up day in and day out and I'm just trying to be better. And if I'm doing that consistently, it's going to pay off. I don't know exactly how that's going to pay off, but it's going to pay off. And it actually reminds me, I, I was literally just reading a few minutes ago from um, a book called Principles by a guy named Ray Dalio, who's a hedge fund investor, who's just very simply, he's done really well for himself over the long run. But one of the things he talked about, uh, and I'm just, just read this quote that I just highlighted this morning, it says, uh, it's obvious to me now that while one gets better at things over time, it doesn't become any easier and here's the, the big catch, if you will. If one is also progressing to higher levels, the Olympic athlete finds a sport to be every bit as challenging as the novice does. And mm -hmm. I, I, it really resonated with me because I, I am almost desperate uh, as, as an individual personally to continue to improve, certainly as, a, as a, an entrepreneur. Um, as an individual, as a parent, mm -hmm. as, as someone in relationships, I, I just, I crave that improvement and growth. The growth is actually one of my values. And I hear that from you. And I think that's really, really powerful. Is this something that's always been the case, this effort at day-to-day -day growth, week-to-week -week growth, or is that something you've learned over time? That's, I, I think it's just the way I'm wired. Um, I just, I want to be better and do better. Hmm. And, and I've, I've, I, one of my favorite quotes that kind of alludes to this point is be so great. They can't ignore you. Yeah. And, and I really love that because 
the focus is on individual greatness or individual improvement, like focusing on being a better person today than the person you were yesterday. And that's, a, it's just a, how I'm wired, yeah. <laughs> maybe how I'm, I was raised. Um, but I, I do believe it's that, that, that focus has served me well. Well, it's it's great example for all of us, and um, and I, I'll also link to the book that I mentioned in the show notes at bookofpodcast dot com for everybody listening in. Mm-hmm. Make sure you take advantage of the show notes. We're going to link to Kesha's site uh, to her Instagram as well, keshalambert dot com, and Kesha Lambert on Instagram. We'll put those in the show notes as well, along with this book and any other resources that we mentioned during this conversation, uh, including the article that we're going to get to here in just a little bit. That's on the Sony website about how Kesha approaches a shoot, but. Um, let me jump to the next question, Kesha, and, and you alluded to this just briefly a few minutes ago, but talk to me about the significance of this opportunity with Sony admits the just really important conversation that's happening, particularly in our industry at the moment, about racial equity. Sure. So, and there is a lot of conversation surrounding this topic of representation or the lack thereof in the industry yeah. and uh, diversity and inclusion. And one of the big significant part of this <laughs> accomplishment is that I'm actually the the first black woman to be um, invited to be a part of a camera brands ambassadorship program to be named a, wow. an artisan also came with a first, which, you know, Sony, certainly when you look at the industry at large, you can see that there is a disparity. Um, recently saw some charts circulating. I believe Tamaya Colvin at, uh, of Tamaya Colvin Education had uh, initiated a project alongside someone else. I Forgive me if I'm saying, not saying the correct source of the charts. Sure. But what was striking about the charts is how still vastly male, white male dominated uh, these uh, opportunities are hmm. and you know represent when you you when you are when you have uh this this platform it comes with opportunity yeah. it comes with opportunity it comes with it's in a uh, it improves the industry i feel like when you're looking for stories in the same place or getting only one perspective we're really missing out on what the industry at large has to offer yeah. We're really missing out on a big part of of seeing, you know, the the beauty and the talent that exists outside of this pool. That there are there's talent out there, and and it really does matter. And so, one of the things that you know I feel is in in receiving this accomplishment is hopeful about the direction because you know a lot of conversations are happening now that weren't before. And I think it's great. I think it's a step in in a, a promising direction when you have photographers such as myself being uh, being able to being invited to be a part of brand ambassador program for Sony. Well, I, I think there are a couple of things that stand out to me. First of all, you alluded earlier to the significance of you know millions of photographers in the world, and you are one of them. Um, there's part of me that just like jumps for excitement when I hear that you had the opportunity to be the first black woman to be a Sony artisan. And yet at the same time, it's a sad indication of where the industry is at, as you pointed out. But there's the, the other thing that you pointed out that I think is, is, is such a, it's a word that we need to hold on to and ultimately strive to gain more of, and that is perspective. Um, mm-hmm. When 
when we limit inclusion, whether that's by race or sex or otherwise or gender or otherwise, it, there is we miss out. We miss out on an opportunity for a a more interesting world at large. And that's a bit mm-hmm. of a simplistic way to, to look at it. But I just, this word perspective is so fascinating to me because even as I've had various photographers on the podcast um, in recent weeks, um, the perspective that I gain as a result of just simply opening my mind and having conversation, I think is wonderful. It helps me grow as an individual and as a business person. And if we're all willing to, first of all, open our minds, secondly, set ego aside and third, strive for more or better perspective, a broader perspective. And as a result, proactively work toward equity and, and inclusion. Um, we're all going to be better for it. The photography industry is going to be better for it. Our day-to-day lives are going to be better for it. And I love that you have the opportunity to kind of lead the way, at least with Sony, and not only set an example, but also hopefully be a source of encouragement, particularly for black female photographers in our industry, mm-hmm. as, as you get to, to capitalize on this opportunity. I'm, I'm really just truly excited for you. Uh, and, and by the way, I have to say this too. If anybody listening in has not looked at Kesha's site uh, or her Instagram account, you've got to see her work. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Kesha personally, but, <laughs> but I am a massive fan of her work as well. And the fact that Sony hadn't picked you up before is is kind of surprising because your work is just stunning. You're going to represent them just incredibly with just stunning, stunning work. And I think that's really exciting as well. So I have to give you props for that. Thank you so much. That is, uh, that is so very kind of you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, absolutely. And, and everybody, again, if you're listening and you haven't seen Kesha's work, you're not following her, you need to go do that. You also need to look for workshops or conferences once this COVID thing kind of makes its rounds and we can hopefully start to get back to some, some kind of normal, get to a workshop or conference to, to hear Kesha speak, to get a chance to meet her and her husband, because uh, again, just amazing people that I, I love being able to connect with myself. Um, you've, you've got to meet them as well. But I, I want to, to jump back to this opportunity, Kesha, and I'm curious, what, what does it, I mean, this, this opportunity doesn't come overnight, right? You don't, you don't build your business overnight. You don't develop your craft overnight. You certainly don't land a deal with Sony overnight. If right. those who are listening in, they're like, you know what, man, this is, this is something that I would like to strive for. Uh, I want to, at some point in, in my career, be an ambassador for a brand, whether it's a camera brand or, you know, some other accessory brand in, in our industry. What are a couple of big ideas that they can keep in mind if, if they want to work towards something like that? Well, sure. So, I'm and, and let me preface this by saying that I'm Definitely not on an expert on how you know the the road to becoming a camera brand ambassador, um, but I will say that a big part that that these things are for the most part earned and earned in terms of the your work, whether you are an educate photography educator, um, your impact, and you know the the content of what you do, right, and also your story. So I think a big part of, and that's what I know of it, like a big part of my personal journey was that there are two things that I would say, two big takeaways from what I believe led me here. And one is, you know, something I touched on earlier about focusing on your craft. 
Um, a lot of times we get caught up with, you know, when you're starting out, you can get caught up with wanting to keep up with the Joneses. You uh, may find yourself emulating or trying to follow um, someone else's formula. And I think it's very important to define yourself as an artist, to, you know, know learn who you are, learn what inspires you, what motive, you know, what things will, will help you to be at your best, what things, because thing, the things that excite you and the things that inspire you, that's the sweet spot for where you'll define yourself as an artist and create really amazing things. Yes. So, you know, definitely having the focus there on just really innovating and creating things, you, making, making your voice and your staple, leaving your mark, right? Yep. And so... The other big driver is honestly relationships. And I preach this mm. a lot. It's not fluff. Relationships are everything, both personally and professionally. Um, my name was being floated in places that I was not aware of. Mm. You know, like, you know, your reputation is everything and how people feel when um, you connect with them is everything. And and when I say relationships, I'm not talking surface level things, really connecting with people. Like you mentioned, Nathan, you and I, we've, we've, we've eaten together. We've talked about life. And I think, you know, ultimately when, when you, if you call or message me, I'm there, <laughs> you know, and the same thing happens, um, you know, has happened for me. I feel like when you invest time in really caring about people and, and connecting with them, they are also invested in seeing you succeed in life. And, and if someone is out there you, or you've left touch people's lives and they're now in wanting to see you win, so to speak, um, you'd be surprised how many people are out in the world moving on your behalf. Yeah. And so I do believe that that is, you know, I got on, you know, in terms of my journey in education and, and, and I could list quite a few people who have had been significant in not only just pushing me to, to take steps in certain directions, but also who, you know, speak highly of me when I don't even know it. You, to this day, you know, I meet people and they say, you know, you were recommended or um, your name came up and I don't know who the person is. <laughs> But, wow. you know, it, I think all of those things, the way you interact and engage the relationships you form are seeds planted that work for you. Oh, and that's beautifully summed up, too. I, I want to go back to what you were saying earlier. First, you, you said um, there is significance to I mean, when brands are looking at you as a potential ambassador, the level of impact um, one might also you know, refer to, to a following. Um, the, the potential impact, impact, the number of people that you have an impact on that plays a role certainly your work. And, and I mean, I can't stress enough how just uh, enthralled I am by your work. Uh, and then your story as well. But these two main ideas, I, I, first of all, you know, this, it almost sounds cliche these days to say, do you, you know, do you create, innovate, do your thing. But I, in my mind, at least in this photography industry specifically, it's the furthest thing from cliche because the tendency for most photographers is to look at somebody's Instagram feed and copy it. If they like their work, they're like, oh, I want to do that too. And mm -hmm. so they copy and paste. And so as a result, you see, I mean, despite in some cases, really incredible work, it's cookie cutter in the sense that somebody is able to essentially templatize, if that's even a word, someone else's work and say, okay, I'm going to, you know, they use this Lightroom preset and this lens and that camera. 
And I right. like what they do. So I'm going to do that. And I'm just going to essentially copy and paste and do that for my brand. And it doesn't take away from the beauty of the imagery. It doesn't take away from that photographer's ability to run an effective business even for that matter. But it also, what it does simultaneously, sadly, is keep them from, as you pointed out, innovating and ultimately having the opportunity to actually stand out. And, and in this case, have an opportunity to represent a brand because that work stands out. Uh, so uniquely. So I think that is a really, really great reminder for all of our listeners. And then the other one, relationships. I mean, again, it could seem cliche, but you know, the reality is um, a couple of things. First of all, I think, and, and from my, my experience, Kesha, I'm not sure what yours has been, but in our industry, and I've been in it about 20 years now or close to that, I've, I've had so many conversations with so many photographers. And one of the things that can kind of drive me crazy, honestly, um, is the the amount of small talk. If we're talking about building relationships, then what we need to bring to a conversation, even if we don't know that person, is an effort at genuine interest and curiosity in that person, an effort to right. show kindness and an effort ultimately to add value. And that will translate all the way. And uh, and it has, I mean, you, you've, you, you practice what you preach because as you pointed out, our interactions have been such that I'm like, I, I'm just, I'm taken. And so I... I I can't stress enough for our listeners, hear what Kesha is saying, because this really truly translates in a way, as Kesha also pointed out, that you may not even realize if you consistently focus on showing genuine interest, you consistently bring genuine kindness and you consistently strive to add value to the people that you connect with, it will pay off. And what that actually looks like, we, you may never know, at least in the moment, but it will pay off in one form or another. Uh, and, and at the very least, you'll have the ability to impact people the way that Kesha has me and, and so many others. So, uh, I mean, these are great, just really powerful reminders, Kesha. I, and I know you've got so many different things going on, such a busy life, personally and professionally. But I just really appreciate you making time to come on the show today. I have to, to give you mad props again for, for getting this opportunity. Uh, and it just maybe in closing... If, would you mind just sharing briefly, I, I know that, uh, and we're going to link to this resource over at bocapodcast.com, but there is an article that Sony did that has they, that they actually put on uh, their website. It's called Behind the Shot, How Wedding Pro Kesha Lambert Anticipates Each Moment. Can you just speak briefly to the, the, the gear? Uh, and actually, I'm sorry, the, the, we had that article. Uh, the, the gear, the list of gear is actually on your profile, which we'll also link to. But I see the Sony A9 II, the A7R4. Uh, I've got a 90 millimeter 2.8 lens, the 85.14, 16 to 35 2.8, the 24.14, 135.18. I know we have limited time, so maybe pick out one or two of your favorites uh, in that list and just talk to me about the significance to those, uh, of those um, pieces of hardware to your photographic style? Sure. So I have, if I had to shoot uh, an entire wedding with just two lenses, it would be a 135 and the 85. And some people might think uh, I'm, I'm crazy for saying that. Um, <laughs> actually, no. Correction, 135 or an 85. So okay. probably the 85 and then the 24 millimeter. So I need, I, I'm always either shooting very wide or um, with a medium telephoto. I love the 85 in particular, which is the lens um, that was featured in that particular article that you re referenced because that focal point is just beautiful for portrait work. Yeah. Um, that lens in particular is packed with wonderful features. It has 
the most beautiful, smooth boca I've ever <laughs> laid eyes on. So they're just, it, you know, the, the renderings uh, when I use that, that particular lens um, are just beautiful, especially for weddings and bridal portraits, things that are, are beauty and face focus. So it's one, it's one of my favorites. Um, and I would, you know, if I had to whittle it down to two, it would be, be that lens and the uh, 24. Yeah, that 85 in this shot, for anybody who's listening and you haven't seen this article yet, um, this this image that Kesha captured with that 85 is, uh, it's it's stunning for multiple reasons. First of all, the lighting, um, however you. you handled that lighting, it, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> that could be a, probably a whole podcast episode in of itself. Um, uh, but but then the the sharpness of the image, yes. um, the su- not only the subject, but what looks to be maybe hairspray coming out of this bottle. The, the mist. Yeah, the yeah. mist is just, it's, I mean, mind-blowingly sharp. And then you mentioned the bokeh, of course, that the rest of the background is, is blurred out beautifully as well. But um, it's a really stunning shot. So we're going to link to this this uh, article in the show notes, bokehpodcast.com for everybody listening in. Um, of course, you can also look for show notes in your favorite podcast player as well. And um, you can get a little bit of a feel for for Kesha's work and how, how she approaches her work more specifically in that article and then, of course, check out the list of gear on her profile there on the Sony page. We'll link to that as well. But, um, Kesha, this has been really good. I, I'm I'm so excited that we get a chance to catch back up. And uh, just really quickly, remind our listeners one more time where they can follow you online, if you will. Um, I can be found on my website. It's KeshaLambert.com, and which links out to everything else. Instagram, I'm at KeshaLambert. I also have a... Um, personal page at Kesha loves hats. Cause I do love hats. <laughs> you, know me, you know, I always wear one. Yes. Um, <laughs> and really cool ones at that. <laughs> Someone mentioned to me uh, the other day that hat, or maybe it's an introvert thing. Um, we're hiding under the hats. Ah. Either way, I love hats. <laughs> and uh, I am also uh, on Twitter, Kesha photo. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll put all of these in the show notes as well. Uh, thanks again for making time for all of us. Thanks for ultimately leading the way for us as well. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Nathan. Always, always uh, a, a great to get a chance to connect with you. Thanks so much, photographers, for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought of the show by leaving a review of the podcast in the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is Nathan at bocapodcast.com. We do try to bring this show to you commercial free. So make sure to check out our sponsors, photographersedit.com and Milu, M-I-I-L-U.com. Photographers Edit is custom photo editing for the professional photographer, and Milu is the simplest way to create and manage timelines and shot lists for the events you're photographing.